This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. Hey guys, welcome to How To Tuesday this week. I was just down with my friends uh, filming Into the Blue. Captain Steve Roger, Captain Scott Walker, we filmed Into the Blue. One of the things that we did on that show were go out um, on in the Gulf and look for permit on the wrecks. And typically we go out, um, you know, we, we catch permit in the Florida Keys a lot. The flats fishermen catch them on the flats and also in the channels. Um, there's certain times of the year where they collect in kind of a spawning behavior out on the reef. And then also they like to get on these Gulf wrecks. The day that we went um, was very cloudy and even kind of rainy. And so that caused a problem because one of the ways that we like to catch permit, uh, both on the flats in the channels and offshore, is we like to see them first and then throw over there. It also helps that, you know, permit don't often or don't always, I should say, hang right on top of the wreck. Sometimes they can be, you know, 50, 100 feet, 100 yards, 200 yards, 500 yards away from, from the wreck. And, uh, and sometimes a visual really helps and you can go over there and get on them. Typically, what we're going to do, this is going to be How To Tuesday on how to set up your tackle to go and get these permit offshore. Now, what we're typically going to do is set up a rod that's not going to be very different at all from the rods that we're using to catch them on the flats. What I like is a seven foot medium heavy rod with a, uh, uh, I, I like the, the St. Croix, either the Mojo or like a legend inshore. And um, I'll use that in a seven foot medium heavy, kind of that eight to 17 pound line rod, fast action tip um, for the flats. I'll pair that with a Daiwa 3000 uh, Saltist or um, ballistic, and I'll put on Daiwa J-Braid, uh, sometimes 20-pound test, depending on how far I have to. I feel like I'm going to need to cast. 
Uh, I might go to the 15. If I don't need to cast a little further, I'm going to put a, uh, a short leader, about a foot and a half of uh, fluorocarbon, and I'm going to use a circle hook, a four-aught circle hook. And typically, we're using a live crab. That's your flat setup where we're using a live crab. The weight of the crab is heavy enough that you can throw that just on the bare circle hook, and you don't have to worry about it. Offshore, we have a few other challenges. The water is deeper, um, and the permit can maybe maybe they don't do it intentionally, but maybe some of the, the wreck is kind of sticking up. So when they take off, they kind of get you around the wreck, or sometimes they swim directly through it. Don't know what's going on down there, but sometimes you can lose them to the wreck. So I like to have just a little more backbone, like a like a seven foot rod that's kind of a heavy action rod, like a ten to twenty uh, would be good. And I'll bump up the reel to like a, a four thousand or a five thousand, and I'll usually use twenty pound braid at the lightest. And then this fluorocarbon leader that I'm using is going to be anywhere between uh, twenty five and forty pound. I'm going to use the same four aught hook. And I'm going to have a couple of rods ready with nothing but a uh, uh, a circle hook. <clears throat> and I'm going to put the crab right on the circle hook, and I'm going to cast to these fish that I see on the surface just like you do on the flats. Um, in the case of, of this day that we were fishing, it was cloudy. We couldn't see anything on the surface. So there are other ways to catch them. And one of the things about permit is if they're not on the surface, then, and they're often they're not. I mean, it's a nice day and cool when you find them like that, but it's not like that every time. So one of the things that I always think about a permit is that it's about a mid-water column fish. Like if the if the water's 50 feet deep, they're going to be holding somewhere around 25, right? So there are some other ways to fish for them if you don't see them. You can mark them on your electronics and then try to fish for them if the wind and tide are... Um, such that you can just kind of sit over the top of them. You can drop a crab with a split shot or on a jig directly down below you. So if you think it's 50 feet deep, you drop down about 25 feet deep and kind of leave it there or put it in the rod holder. Oftentimes you get a permit bite. Um, when you're using a live crab, the interesting thing about that is you're probably not going to catch too many other things. Uh, you could catch a cobia. You know, if you get down low enough, a goliath grouper, a small goliath grouper, or even a big one, they like to eat crabs. Um, but for the most part, you know, you're going to avoid the jack crevels. You're going to avoid the amber jacks a lot of times using the crab. So we're going we're gonna to get whatever weight it is that can get that crab down to where you think the fish are while you're over the top of them. So if you're drifting very quickly, you're going to need to use something that's much heavier. Uh, to be fishing them vertically right over the top of them. But that's not always or, or that's not always the way we fish and that's not the only way to do it. One thing that you can do is to set up a drift over the top of the wreck and then put your um, anything from a quarter ounce jig to a full one ounce jig with a crab on it, same rod that we're talking about. But what you're going to do is just kind of drop that in the water as you are drifting. And you're just going to be paying out the line. And maybe if the water's 60 feet deep, maybe you pay out 150 feet. And by that time, you know, you're going to be getting pretty close to the bottom. You're going to maybe snag the bottom or the wreck or something like that, which you don't want to do that. So maybe at that point you pull it in and drop it again. Um, but you're really just trying to get it to about that half water column. And uh, 
you know, those permit, the schools of permit, when they're over these wrecks and they're over these pieces of structure and they're not showing themselves on the surface, I find them to bite really, really well. A well-presented crab generally gets a bite. So that's a great way to do it. Get that tackle the way that we talked about. You're going to have a couple of rods with a bare hook, a couple of rods with a light jig, a couple of rods with a heavier jig. And uh, you're, when you roll up to that wreck, whether you see them, you know, if, it's a, if you're lucky, it's a beautiful day, the sun's out and fish are up, their tails are sticking out of the water, they're mooning, they're shining all over the place, and you just throw a regular live crab in there, and it could be 100 feet of water, and they'll eat it right off the surface sometimes. Uh, it's not always like that. So you might need to use your um, – and another situation is where, where uh, it's a beautiful sunny day, and the fish are 20 feet down in super clear water, and you can see the school. You can see the color of the school – uh, you know, 10 or 15, 20 feet down. Um, and so you might use a light jig to get it down there. Or in the case of the day that we just had, you don't see anything at all. You mark some fish on on your machine and you make a drift and you get that to about half water column. So we were using pink jigs. I think you could probably use any, any color jig, but uh, permits seem to like pink. So that's how to set up your tackle for... A day of permit fishing offshore. And I guess we covered how I like to set up my tackle for a day of permit fishing inshore. It's my favorite fish. If you hadn't fished for permit, I'd really suggest it. There's some fantastic guys in the Florida Keys and other places where they go out and target these permits. So if you hadn't done it, go check it out. If you need a suggestion, hit me up. Podcast at saltwaterexperience.com. If you got suggestions about uh, future shows, same email. Um, I read every one of those, and I really appreciate all your feedback. also appreciate it when you go and rate and review the show. That is really big, and uh, we're getting some good ratings over there uh, on iTunes. If you can do that for me on iTunes, that'd be big, big help. All right, until next week, it's How To Tuesday, how to set up your permit tackle for a day offshore. All right, see ya. life that has the stories to back it a life to be proud of it's a winchester life yeah baby six eight western oh, i'll be over there baby right there tune in every tuesday at 7 p.m eastern on waypoint tv